Hey, everybody who's listening to the podcast, I'm trying to surprise the fuck out of you. I'm going to use the mid-roll occasionally to do something fun as shit. And we're going to pick one random person and you're going to get 30 minutes with me on Skype to do business consulting, crazy value. And, and you're going to be able to spend a day on Zoom with my team to learn how we roll to make your business better. And I'm going to send you a crazy swag pack, hoodies, wine, shit from my shelf. You're going to give me your address. So please check it out. Everybody get in right now. Mid-roll surprises. Join today. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Uh, super excited today. Uh, what date is it? What date is it? July 16th. It is July 16th. It has been a year in a lot of ways. And um, I hope everybody's super well. Let's go into the comments. Tyrone Thomas, good to see you. Mika Coleman, thank you for joining. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Ariana. Ariano, what was your last name? Enriquez, good to see you. Thank you for coming. New Will, Jerome Whittingham, Irina B, Travis Sears, thank you, Gomi, in the building. Megan Lennon, in the building. Dustin, how are you? I missed all of you. Good. <coughs> Sorry. You okay over there? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Um, Well, welcome to Tea with Gary V. I am your host now. <laughs> Gary just walks away sometimes. <laughs> um, so I see, I'll just read comments now, I guess. I see a lot of LinkedIn that was a, comments. That was, that was a terrible job, Dustin. <laughs> One of the great I, producers I'm, of, I'm not of mentally, show. I'm not mentally prepared. <laughs> oh. You have to always be prepared, bro. You're right, you're right. Someone asked if I had any new cards, so I got my own Squirtle squad now. Uh-oh. Yeah. You're getting serious about the Pokemon, huh? <laughs> yeah. What are those, PSA 9s, 10s? What? I got one 9 and one 10 and a 9 mm -hmm. yellow cheeks. I like what I'm seeing. I like yeah. what I'm seeing. <laughs> uh, so everybody, let me just finish this bagel. All right, let's get into the show, guys. Cool. Crazy, what's good, bro? Dude, what is up? How are you, man? Long time no see. Long time no see. It's good to see you. How you been? Good, man. Besides uh, everything being a little bit weird and, uh, you know, just playing the adaptation game. Uh, yep. Which is actually weirdly business as usual. It's the reason I've been able to, you know, be in business for 15 years plus for myself is because, you know, you don't give up when crazy stuff like this happens. No, because the, the, the punchline, and for everybody who's watching, is if you give up, that's actually the end of the game. Like, if you turn off your Nintendo, it's over. Like, if you keep playing oh. Contra, and you can eventually win. Yeah, this is just like a momentary glitch, like a little bit of green green screen on the Nintendo. Just blow in the cartridge, you'll be good. 
<laughs> look, look I, think, I think it comes down to a lot of what I've been talking about for the last three years, which is like, hey, this has been a long run of good stuff and that's just not how the world always works. So save some money, be smart, don't overextend yourself, be thoughtful, you know, be patient, you know, create tried and true behaviors, be kind. And, you know, I think, um, I think, uh, I think this year has challenged people in, a, in an incredible way. And, you know, hopefully people are healthy and, and persevering. What can I answer for you? Um, yeah, I got a couple questions for you, if you don't mind. Um, so first, the first thing that I want to talk to you about is really related to what we were just talking about, which is the current market trends. Um, you know, it's hard out here for a lot of people, but some people are actually making a lot of money right now. Always. Um, consumer behavior has changed a lot. And in my opinion, as a big follower of you, that is your superpower is consumer behavior. You know, you know enough about everything and you keep both of your ears super glued to the street and you hear, you know, from everybody. And so I feel like, you know, you just have this unique you're a, you're an alien, bro. And you have the best insight on this kind of stuff. So. Right now, we are in a, a current bull market, you know, stock market, um, e-commerce sales are through the roof. You know, a lot of people are telling me I can't make any money right now. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I can't really help you if you can't make money right now because it's never been easier. To make Meaning money. in your world of reselling. Yeah. There's some people specifically that are resellers that are like, yo, I'm getting destroyed. And you're like, how is that possible when this is the greatest era of buying on Amazon? ever right and and you know you're just not adapting you know i've sold mostly books for my entire career but i can tell you i'm definitely not selling books right now if you go to google Trends, is, right? is, 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 is book sales down right now uh i wouldn't say they're down i would say they're up but a lot of okay. things are up a lot more and those things have a much more profit per unit you know and less labor involved and stuff like that so is the you know obviously when the when the shit hit the fan everybody was forced to shop online so we have all these people that didn't previously shop online they now shopped online and they were like whoa this shopping online shit's pretty nice you know i like this so now they're shopping online the buying volume has increased significantly i'd say five to ten years of e-commerce consumer behavior growth in you know the last four months so with that being said, you know, I've been telling everybody like buckle down, you know, this is going to be the craziest Q4 ever in history, like record level sales for Christmas and, and leading up to, and I don't even think it's really going to slow down from now until then. I almost feel sorry for people that are just getting started now because when it goes back to normal, you know, they're going to have depression because they're going right. to be like, they're gonna be like not as good. Yeah. You're like, okay. no, 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 this is the normal. We were on a peak, you know? But, um, you know, we got, what, over a million Americans on unemployment getting $600 a week. Stimulus checks are coming in. You know, tens of millions of Americans are unemployed in general. And you even hear people, you know, you post how good your sales are and people are like, oh, it's those stimulus checks. You know, even, even in the reselling community, you know, not so out in the open, but people are like, bring on wave two, bring on wave three. Like, you know, we are making a lot of money. Putting and on wave two and three of stimulus checks? No, of lockdown. Oh, COVID. Yeah, okay. because, yeah, I mean, it's it's dark, but, you know, people are making no, money. I, I don't it. think people really want people to get sick or whatever, but yeah. people have never made money so easily. So in your opinion, um, I think it's about like 11 days, 10 days out until they decide to maybe stop the $600 a week unemployment checks. 
Do you see this trend continuing through the holiday season and onward? Or do you see like a depression era level, you know, air market? I don't think it's a depression level, but I do think that within a 10 year window, we need to really pay the piper and we're just printing money and people are getting checks to take care of themselves that are out of jobs and they're going out and buying CDs. Not really, I just like the CDs. They're just buying things. This is a very consumer world. People don't like saving. Um, and so the fundamentals are not exciting. You know, the timing of when, I have no idea, but um, there is, there's definitely incredible short-term behavior, which leads to a lot of vulnerabilities. I'm with you, I think, you know, I don't think anyone's going outside for real until after this year. So I think Q4, the shopping behavior is so intense. They're, they're not going to go to physical stores. All that goes online. So there'll be incredible opportunity through the end of the If I'm in your business, I go hammy, ham, ham to the end of the year. And I literally take 50% of the money I make and put it in the bank and let it sit there as cash. Yep. Safety net. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I would do. I would, if I made two hundred thousand dollars in sales, I would take a hundred, put it in the bank, and with that hundred, I would continue to buy things, run my business, blah blah blah. That's what I would do. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a million factors. The election's a huge factor. Um, you know, there's just you know every day anything could happen. I mean, there could be a new pandemic. I mean, you know, so you know, I, I think saving money needs to be thought through, but like navigating through good or bad times just takes execution and mentality like whether it comes or goes or disappears or doesn't disappear it's kind of irrelevant that is completely out of our control i'm i am quick to react to what's happening but i can't predict i don't predict i don't know i don't see future i definitely know that when the government disproportionately gives out quadrillions of dollars and then the humans in society instead of saving it or doing smart things with it go and buy materialistic things and then when we get out of it people can't get jobs and those checks are not going to be there that's a problem yep makes a lot of sense to me so so uh the next question that i got for you is um basically around it's a really selfish question so but um basically around how you built up team gary v I'm looking to do the same thing for myself. You know, sometime within the last year or two, I realized, you know, I can't do everything. I can't, I can't even post Instagram every single day. If I have to also check all my DMS and check email, it's just, it's madness. I'm losing money, you know, opportunities. I'm, I'm missing opportunities, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. so the first hire for me was a, a really badass personal assistant. Shout out Mandy. Hey Mandy. Um, Mandy. she, she makes everything happen for me. Um, I have a full time video editor. Um, and I have an intern and that's pretty much the entire team right now. And I'm curious with you, how was the beginning of team Gary V? Who was the first hires? What are the most important pieces of the puzzle? Maybe what mistakes have you made? Admin, admin, admin's the most important piece. So I'm glad you went down that route. The next most important piece is the right hand coordinator of the content, the Andy K. And then next, the most important piece is the creatives. In my world, that was Steve Unwin back in the Ask Gary V days. Zach Moy, who runs Sasha, the Sasha Group, one of the VRX companies, creative department now. 
Um, so for me, it's designer, video person, and writer are the three essential pieces. Someone who writes copy, somebody who makes pictures, and somebody who makes video assets. A coordinator, so that's the four-person team because you need the project manager, the architect, the GM, the person that's your so right hand. Full-time, full-time like photo maker for content. Full-time mm -hmm. copywriter. Yep. Assistant. Full-time video. And assistant who, who makes sure all the content is coming out, which probably includes scheduling. Five-person team. Five-person team. Assistant, the coordinator, project manager, GM, whatever you want to call her or him. Right. Design, image, video, design, and then copywriting. And you hire them as you can afford them. You know, I didn't hire all five at first either. What Just order is the most important out of them, out of the, after the assistant? Assistant, I would probably then and go- video editor. I would go assistant. I would probably go coordinator that can also do either video or creative at first. So like an organized video or design maker. Um, then I would bring in a design maker or, or video person, depending on where you wanna go. You would then have to be the generator of ideas or the coordinator or the admin would have to. Um, then, then the coordinator who also has to really give the ideas and, and help, then the writer, and then either the video or design person, depending on which one you didn't do prior. Awesome. That's cool, man. I appreciate it. I know, uh, Good to you, see you. You, you still do a lot of the creative stuff yourself and you get your, I still write up, I still all, write all the copy and like, you know, ideate with the team. My meeting right after this is ideation with the team. So content, man, content's the fucking gateway. Awesome. Real quick before uh, we take off, I want to um, hit you with a little piece. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this, but when I first started building my personal brand and I'm following you, I'm, I'm on everything you do. I'm watching it. I was really cynical back then. This was, you know, almost five years ago. And I remember, you know, I was you know, listening to everything you say, you know, fuck automation, be real, you know. And you had posted something, and I forget the exact situation on Twitter, but it was extremely fast, like unhumanly fast, you know, reactiveness on your part. And you mean I replied? Yeah, like to something I don't remember. But I was like, I commented something along the lines of, you know, like says the guy that doesn't use automation, you know, like calling you right. out using automation. And I swear to God, 10 seconds later, you replied with a video that said, <laughs> these two thumbs, motherfucker, these two thumbs. <laughs> And then I was like, holy shit, like he's he like came at me like people don't do that, you know. And then uh, I, I said something like my bad, you know, and you just replied the simplest thing, three words. And it changed my life, really, because I was real cynical. You just said cynics never win. Can you explain that for the audience, what you mean by that? First of all, it's an epic story. Um, and I, I, I've done, that's happened more than once. I'm trying to remember if I remember the exact one, but uh, deciding to look at the world. First of all, cynics never win is something that really sits with me because there's a lot of people who are cynical, who are hurting or are concerned or are coming from a place of fear. Um, and I have a lot of empathy for it, but what it means is you're looking for bad, you're looking for the wrong. You're spending energy and often time looking for the, I got you, or like, oh, these people like that person. Let me prove that that person's not as good as that. Like, there's a underlining 
I don't like the word jealousy, believe it or not. I, I don't know why I don't like that word, but I don't really, if you search the Gary Vee, I rarely, yeah, you know, it's not about that. It's not about me wanting to be jealous. I don't even like to label people jealous because I think that that's an, not a nice way to say something to somebody who actually is probably hurting slash admiring someone. So like it's a, I don't know, but nonetheless, spending energy looking for bad is just a bad use of time. You know, yeah. to me, it's like, it's like all that time and energy spent creeping, waiting for the aha, could all be put towards positive behavior and doing something for yourself and bringing value. It's just literally seeing the world in a negative light instead of a positive light. It comes down to confidence and kind of being in your own bubble. For me, I, I love, I, I always lead with love and belief and and trust is given, and then if one proves that that wasn't a good idea, then I'm okay with that, but that doesn't hurt my confidence. Right. It doesn't upset me. I don't feel like they let me down. So many people are guarded, and and I think that that is something I just think a lot about. It's just, it's exhausting to be around cynics, um, people that are looking for the wrong, and right now, I think the reason so many people are anxious and tired is our entire culture, our entire country in a lot of ways is on tilt and cynical and just like every day looking for the wrong. And that's, that's daunting. And I think it, it's leading to a lot, of, um, a, a lot of pain, which makes me unhappy for so many people, which is why I observe it, I watch it, but it's also that why I spend my time doing actions like this because I want to bring, you know, I'm hoping this hour brings a lot of positivity and a lot of value to people. Oh yeah, you know you're always bringing the value, man. Um, I thank you for that, man. That uh, the way you replied to me is exactly what I needed, you know, to uh, understand that uh, if you if you're cynical, you know, I I felt so bad in that moment when I called you out and you were like, no, I did it. That's me for real. You were wrong, and that's when I realized I'd rather be naive and wrong, you know. Than, than cynical because if I'm right. naive and I assume you did it and later I found out you were using automation, I don't feel bad. You know, I don't look like yeah, it. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like that's bad on them. That's my point, which is like bad will always lose in the end. Good will always win the end, the end, the end, the end. And it's like, who are all we? It almost takes like, to me, the reason I don't search out is I don't have enough ego to think like it's my job to figure it out like the world will take care of you you may be winning for a little while with your trickery but that shit will always lose in the end so i don't even need to spend my energy on that because the negative thing will lose in the end yep even though it might look like they're not people are like oh yeah but did you see his mercedes i'm like you don't understand what's happening in that man's soul you don't know how that man goes to sleep with pills and alcohol don't think he's winning because he's got some money what the fuck's the matter with you Yep. Awesome. awesome. Love you, Gary. Thank you for your Thank time, you brother. Peace. Let's move. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's, let's speed this up a little bit. What's up? What's good now? How are you? Hey, preaching positivity. <laughs> What's yo, oh, I like that movie. Yo, yo, yo. What's happening? What's good, How are you? How are you? First, yeah, off, uh, first off, we actually ran out of T-Bags, but being Irish, it's five o'clock summer, so we are. Uh, have a little beer, beer special beers. You got, you got a little read of that. I love it. Take it down a little bit there. Very, I love it. Here I love you. it. There you go. I Cheers. love it. Cheers. Cheers. So, All right. little backstory. 
This is uh, Niall, my brother. I'm Killian, 32 year old, 26 year old. Been traveling around the world, but I just wanted to go back a little bit further. I did have the best start to life. I was born with like a pretty rare heart condition called truncus arteriosus. I undergone my first operation whenever I was four weeks old. Came through it by all the doctors' disbelief. And then had to go through another one when I was five again. And then they said I would probably need another operation when I was 16 and I'm now 32, as I said, and haven't needed one since, thankfully. So that's kind of inspired me just watching your stuff as well. It's really pushed me to travel around the world. And just You always preach about one life, one opportunity, just get out there and do shit. And that's what I've been doing, trying to pursue our like, career dream to make it in the music industry with um, Will and Nile. Pretty much like videographer, singer, songwriter. So like it kind of works We've got like the Billy Eilish and uh, Phineas kind of like little synergy. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much uh, just a bit of context about me. Um, I'm Niall, 26 years old. Started singing about 10 years ago. Um, actually, funny story. I was like on the Xbox, you know, <laughs> on the little like headset, like singing with my friends on live, like Xbox 360. And like a school competition, won it and kind of snowballed from there. And then got the opportunity to travel for a few years. And then so pretty much I stayed afloat and like hustled in Boston stuff, you know, just to keep my living. And then after that, came home, did the X Factor UK back in 2016, which is pretty wow. amazing. Yeah. Got pretty far yeah. in that. So from that, I've like been building connections and like, you know, hustling from there. And I moved to Toronto two years ago because my brothers moved here. Four years ago, I think. Yeah, four years ago. There's two other brothers, so there's four of us. So shout out to mom and dad. <laughs> They're probably watching I, 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 The only thing I'm thinking right now is I'm trying to really listen because the only thing that just went through my brain was like, I need to hang out with these four fucking brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. So pretty much um, since I've been in Toronto, uh, I started, I mean, like I've been singing for 10 years, but I didn't really take it seriously as like a career until about four years ago since the Xbox kind of inspired me and made me realize that I can really, you know, make this uh, yep. a career. And obviously Killing is a videographer for content creator, so it goes really hard in hand. So right now I've been really focusing on like, you know, honing in on my original music and making sure that I come across as authentic as like um, an artist should. But my first question was, it's weird to say because I never thought I'd be this person, but like since quarantine I've been feeling mild like mental health issues like a lot of weird anxiety but like a lot a lot of things like um you feel like you're running out of time in your moment like yeah, damn that was like yeah that was one of the points so pretty much I think that's a stroke. no i really like it notice how i zoned in right on that it's super cliche yeah. it makes sense right like you made this move you've got this momentum going Fuck, as soon as I fucking finally figure out what I want to do and I've got some momentum going, fucking COVID, like, you know, like that, you know, people yeah. always, people go to that place. The reality is it's just not true. What could happen is you'll never have a time where you have this much downtime with you and your brother just right here. Instead of being like, fuck, this fucked me up. You need to go on the offense, see the positive. It's back to the last thing. It's either cynicism or optimism. Like you and your bro are like fucking chilling together and like just fucking make he makes videos you sing just fucking make yeah like, make content i've been going through like, phases of like real like let's go hard for a month and then all of a sudden obviously you, you know yourself working with your brother and your dad like growing up it, it's sometimes it gets a bit like clashing of heads and he we both want the same dream and the goal at the end of the the tunnel uh, but uh 
sometimes you just clash heads and like are we're very stubborn people. That's kind of like an Irish mentality, be stubborn. Uh, and so obviously we're both fighting for the same thing. Just, was any, like, this, is, this, this is where I use darkness for light. You know, every time I'm struggling, I and I've said this for anybody who follows me, I go into a very dark place of like, and you know, yeah, we just lost all that business or this bad thing happened, but somebody could call me right now and say my mom died, right? So like, mm-hmm. not from my standpoint, like, like anytime you're pissed at your brother, if, if he was my brother, it'd be so easy. I'd be like, damn, he shouldn't even be alive. His heart's fucked up. Like, like, like mm-hmm. honestly, I would like literally go there every time. And I think it diffuses the, you know, like you guys are fighting about, should we make a video or how should a fucking video be made? Mm-hmm. And, and I'd be like, damn, I'm just happy my brother's alive. Mm-hmm. I mean it. I mean it. I really go to that place. Me and my dad had a lot of friction. A lot. You know, me and my dad see the world totally different. You know, I came in hot and every time it got real bad, like I would cry when we would fight in my twenties, you know, yeah. but I would go back to my office and be like, you know, cool, but like, thank God he's alive. He lost his dad at 15. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's perspective. Like, like it's just momentum of how you see the world. I see well, the world like you're lucky as fuck that you're alive during an internet era during COVID because if your parents lived through COVID, there was no internet. There was no connection. There was no this. It's a fucking miracle out here. Yeah, true. So like a follow-up question to that was because of like feeling like a bit anxious and, you know, things like that, my motivation comes in waves. So like for a month, I could be like on it, like real good. And then like two weeks off then, two weeks good. on it. Sounds great. Better than zero motivation. Mm-hmm. Bro, people judge themselves. Nobody goes 365. Dude, I'm buying sports cards and spending time on eBay all day long the last month because I needed clearly subconsciously, I needed the release. Yeah. I'm not beating up myself that I'm not prepping for huge meetings with millions of dollars on the line because I'm looking up Dr. J rookies at you know midnight. Yeah. Don't judge yourself. And by the way, yeah, you right? Do you right? Now, do you write? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've been writing for the last like two, three years. Pretty really? much so, so a bit more like authentic of writing is that like at, tw- at 26 at like 23, I came out. So like that was a huge burden off my shoulders. So from that, I think I kind of released something in me where awesome. I could write more authentically. And like before, I was just you were, you were hiding. You were hiding before. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, which is, which is amazing. Congratulations. So like my big thing is, Take this time together, and when you get into the zone of going dark or not motivated, see if you can make, I mean, you may find out that that's when you write your most authentic shit. Oh, 100%, like it's the proof's in the pudding, like I've definitely- Honestly, I think you're judging yourself. I would argue that the number one thing that fucks up the 10,000 people that are watching this right now every single day is their disproportionate judgment of their own selves. Yeah, yeah. You're just living out here, bro. You're just trying. Like me, like you, bro, like every fucking person, like David and Brave, like, you know, like in the comments, like Captain form, like stop, like everyone's just beating themselves up for no reason. Like I, listen, if you can't be your number one fan, who the fuck's gonna be it? Mm-hmm. And I think it comes with humility and also understanding like comparison destroys people. Like I don't give a fuck about Billie Eilish and her fucking brother. Yeah. Like it's great motivation. They're fucking amazing. Yeah, sure. 
But don't, fuck that. Like, don't compare and love yourself. 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 You fucking drill that into your fucking dome and your whole life got a little lightheaded. Get a you know, change your life. I think you're right. Like, that's every little problem that, like, small things that build up that make you feel a certain way is, like, self-esteem and self-love. And, like, 100%. Every time I get into, like, a disappointed with myself, which is the worst, right? I'm just yeah. like... Like at right before I go into like it's almost like right before I cross over into a place I've really not been, which is like real negative space. I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Everybody else sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. Yeah. I mean it. Yeah. I mean it. But they can't like, turn it back onto like a lighter note as well. It's obviously not always dark here. Like we always. Yeah, like I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. Your Irish boys in your in your youth, sure. you guys are having fifty percent fun. Well, you have fifty. Fun. You have fifty. You have fifty percent fun by default. <laughs> but but but, the key here and why this is probably resonating for a lot of people, is if you're eighty-eight percent fun, but twelve percent actual anxiety and depression and awkwardness and dark. That twelve percent is heavier than the eighty-eight. Yeah, of course. And like, so to me, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, six out of seven days a week, I'm like fine, and on just to kind of like pay bills and stuff. Um, I'm still trying to find ways to like make money. Um, off like social media and music and stuff. I only have one single out at the minute, but I've got a lot of like back burning. Uh, of like loads of songs. Yeah, we've been making like over the last couple of years, like a lot of trips back and forth between New York and LA, and making connections, like some great connections. Like uh, Black Eyed Peas manager, we were in the studio with him showing his work off. So like we're, I, I like to think of myself as a very good like connector between people. I'm good at hustling. That's how I managed to get the intro for you guys. The cocking attention. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, pretty I, just, much I hit up Dustin and Zane just to befriend them and then obviously provided value and then made that video with Dustin. I seen did that. This, Dustin, did this man, did this man charm you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they just made good. the stuff. All right, bye. <laughs> get out of here. No, come on, come back. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're just, just building connections and uh, just seeing, just taking one day at a time and just see how things go. And obviously with your help. And obviously I know you have a lot of times with your, your music, right hand man, Mike Boyd. That's something that I'd love to maybe so further down the line. So I make a connection. 100% Dustin, put him and Boyd together. Let's get, let's get Niall's song on the playlist. Let's get him huge exposure. Okay. Yeah, thanks man. Holy shit. It's done. It's done. Listen yeah. to me. On the seventh day a week, when you go to that place, turn it into enjoyment, not anxiety. Meaning when you don't feel it, then you don't feel it. Yeah. I'm telling you, enjoy and put put the down day on a pedestal of like my body's telling me I need to rest and that's it. Play video games, watch a movie, talk to your, like convert that beginning you know, it's kind of like my back's all fucked up from growing up in the liquor store and I've worked on it the last five years with soft tissue, so I talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But the last couple of weeks, because I've been really going hand, I'm starting to really get like some things going here. Like <laughs> something's clearly happened where I'm getting, I'm starting to spasm a little bit in my back again. And even though I'm rolling heavily and I just haven't completely figured it out, but it's funny, I, I equate it to this. Sometimes I can feel my muscles about to lock and it, and sometimes I can turn the right way and it just stops it at other times. It just, I can't get it and it just goes into lock mode. It's kind of how I think about the mentality of this. You know, like when you feel it brewing, convert it into perspective of like gratitude of being alive and lack of judgment on yourself and just fucking enjoy the day and watch your favorite movie 10 times over, play video games or, or 
call your most positive friends. If you're fighting with bro at that moment, call positive friends. If you're awesome with bro at that moment, just be thankful for this time. Be like, bro, let's just do some different shit. Let's get into like a Netflix show or let's fucking play video games. Like, just don't beat yourself up, bro. This yeah. is like. At the end of the day, like you said, it's about like loving what you do and like. Hundred. Obviously, like I, I really want to be successful and like. Period. I'm, Period. Like, stop, I mean, stop right there. Stop right there. I, I would argue it would be very hard for anybody to be more ambitious than me. I'm in the top tier. I feel like other people are the same. Like nobody was hungrier. I'm still. You can't imagine. I think I'm dirt right now. I know everything that's going on with me, and I'm in full dirt mode. Garbage. Nothing like haven't even started, like chip on shoulder. Like you can't, if you actually read the thoughts in my mind, you'd be like, what the fuck's the matter with this dude? I haven't fucking even like, like my hunger, I'm fucking starving out here. However, ambition should be separate from self-love. Just, you know, what unfortunately people's ambition tears them down often. Mm -hmm. mm, for sure. You yeah. understand? Your ambition is leading to anxiety. You're like, this is why COVID fucked you up. You're like, fuck, we had our shit going. Fly to LA to, no, no, no. Take that and be like, no, we can just make content. You should, you're so lucky to have each other. You know how many people are sitting by themselves right now? You got your fucking bros, you're fucking together, fucking make. Exactly, yeah. Whatever the fucking sign is behind you in the window, sell that shit. Like, like fucking just go. Like, just like, I'm telling you, man, just go on the offense. It's my friend's mirror, but I, I, I'll not tell her. I'll tell it. Yeah. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> right, I got to run. Love you, boys. Uh, we'll one, 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 one last ask. Fast, fast. 30 seconds. I'm kill myself. I didn't. Basically, uh, next time we're back in Florida, LA, I'd love to get a chance to get like a real cup of tea or beer with you and like, have like, a little 10 minutes even. Get to New York. You got 10 minutes. It's done. Get Thank to my boy. Thanks so much, guys. Hey, everybody who's listening to the podcast, we interrupt this on a mid-roll. Unlike everybody else who's trying to make a dollar on the mid-roll, I'm, tr I'm trying to surprise the fuck out of you. So today's mid-roll contest is, you have to use this hashtag on your Instagram. So take a screenshot right now on your phone or your desktop, post it in your Instagram main feed, stories do not count. Use the hashtag, Gary B, I love your mid-roll, and tell me why you should win. And we're gonna pick one random person, so please check it out. Everybody get in right now. Mid-roll surprises. Join today. All right, back to the podcast. Jason. Yo, Gary V. What's good, bro? This is wild, man. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, I'm out of North Carolina. Um, Love it. Yeah, Raleigh. Uh, I know you're trying to go kind of quick right now, so um, I just wanted to say I hope, hope you're doing well. Hope the family's good. Uh, I know that's you. your night, and... Um, Hey, there was like there was like a little gap where there weren't any videos coming out, and I was like, "Oh man, I hope everybody's good." Um, but yeah, like basically, um, let me tell you a little bit about about me and my story. So, uh, three years ago, I started a company in my um, uncle's business in the warehouse in a closet. It didn't even have lighting. I'm stealing Wi-Fi and printer paper, and like, um, you know. Uh, it's just me working 14 hours a day. Um, cut to our first full year, 2019. Um, we're we're in the black. We did 1.2 million in revenue. Um, just like uh, basically, the business model is um, I sell obsolete electronic parts 
to some of okay. the biggest like, uh, you know, Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, Boeing, even NASA. Um, I've actually even sold some equipment to your boy over uh, at uh, Facebook before. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's really cool. So it's, you know, and what I've been thinking lately is like, um, this is selling a part, right? This is selling a physical piece of equipment. And, and, and I'm trying to, you know, I love it. I love the business. I love being an entrepreneur. I want to go to the next thing. I want to do something that's like selling IP, selling strategy, um, you know, and I'm just really curious, like, how did you go from running the wine business um, and selling a physical product to like, okay, now I can do the next thing. Like I'm making content ahead of me doing it. Mm -hmm. By sitting down, you know, I don't know if you've seen the videos clips of like, you know, from like, 10 years ago where I was a little chubbier and like shaved my head and was making videos yeah. during that era. Um, I just started making content. And at first people were like, fuck you wine boy, stay in your lane. You don't know business. And I'm like, what? You know, like the feedback was actually quite negative when I started making content around business okay. because I was in the wine business. I was in the wine store. I was a wine guy, but I just kept making it because I knew what I was talking about. And eventually I found my audience and my audience found me. And I just made content on Twitter, on Ustream, on Viddler, on MySpace, on Facebook, on SocialCam and Bert and and Park, like the, all these little startups at the time, you know, that uh, Orchid and High Five and you know Tag World, all these things are long forgotten. But I fucking I made I made I made I made. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting you say that. Excuse me for one second. Excuse me for one second, Justin. No can you prep? Can you prep this episode to end with the announcement of Vayner Gaming? Because I see my Twitch family here. Okay. Uh, maybe the post from Instagram that I put up yesterday. Maybe that can you can do that. Okay, thank you. Vayner Gaming. Go ahead. Yeah, um, it's actually funny you mentioned that because I've started to mess a lot, um, play with music, DJing, and mixing, and I keep going back and forth between like, should I just record every hour long set or mix? And yeah post all of it yes or or should i like get no. the <laughs> jason i know what i'm talking about yeah you do i know that the strengths the good shit you do in there is going to help you the flaws the shit you don't know is going to help you word got it okay. got it man people um, love the process people like the journey yeah that's the so rocky, true. the rocky movies are better in him prepping for the fight than even the fucking fight yeah, like it's the imperfection that makes it interesting. A hundred percent. Everybody out yeah. here is like, I saw somebody's like, yo, why is Gary Vee not made, the t why is Gary Vee's T for Gary Vee equipment not up to par? Like people are complaining about the sound right now. Like, fuck that, man. It's the fucking imperfections. Like, cool. Yeah. Go watch some other show that's got fucking the best production in the world. I got fucking dusted and we just fucking sit here. He presses a button, yeah. we joke, we put out great fucking fire and we do what we fucking can. The end. I got fucking backlighting. I don't give a fuck. It's the fucking content. It's the process. The imperfections are the fucking beauty. Got it. Word. Um, thank you so much, man. Uh, welcome, that's man. all. I awesome. wanted to say. We'll talk to you. Yes. Yeah, I want to say um, I have something for you. Uh, for that's around hustling sports cards, and yeah. um, I think it's going to be extremely helpful. For you. And uh, if you could follow me on Instagram, I'll message it to you. Um, exactly. You're gonna love love it, and uh, and I. I like, Jason, I like the hustle because you know what's cool? You can just DM it to me without me following you on the gram. But 
I really want to give you that follow. So there you go. All right. Thank you, Gary. Yo, I appreciate everything you do, man. Thank you. I appreciate you more. We'll talk soon. Let's keep moving. Word. Dustin is awesome. That's the point. Like, Dustin, get in here. This guy, this guy, this guy's better than good lighting and good audio. People are complaining about the audio. Fix it, Dustin. Let's keep moving. <laughs> Can't, but anyway. Is it because of my headphones, Dust, instead of like plugged in? Um, I mean, I, th I think it sounds fine, but yeah, I think that, I mean, having these would be better. Yeah, I, I lost them, but I'll find more. It's all good. See ya. Oh my God, oh my. Hi, Gary. Hi, how, how do you pronounce your name? Diana. Diana, so pretty. Yeah. How are things? Uh, I am extremely nervous. Uh, so I, I need to apologize if you hear some weird noises in the background. It's because I live with my family. I love your family. Don't worry about that. I prefer <laughs> tell your family to get loud. Go ahead. So um, I relate a little bit of a, a quick backstory before I ask my question, and it relates a lot with the person you just finished talking to because it relates to being the imperfection and putting yourself out there. So I am an artist, I'm a graphic designer full time and I create illustrations and like my little like little pins like these and I like wow. try to sell them. Wow. Um, so I graduated with an art degree and I got myself in a lot of debt, like a lot, like over a hundred thousand dollars and I didn't like get on it right away because um, I was scared of dealing with money. My family is also an immigrant family. We are from Cuba and I came when I was nine. So we like worked really hard and money came always really hard and you had to like kind of hoard it and not give it like spend it. Right. So um, I was always scared of handling money. So I didn't tackle that loan like right away. So as I, as I got older, I, you know, I went off to California and like wanted to do my own thing but then they realized about two years in that i needed to come back because san francisco was way too expensive and i needed to do something else so i moved back with my family and this is like my room and this is where like my whole life is at pretty much <laughs> like this is all my stuff like i don't have anything else anywhere else so my question to you is i i need to buckle down uh, for the next year to two years while i'm here and like produce art so that I can, I have a full-time job that I'm making enough money that I can kind of pay my, my bills and then put it into loan. But I am trying to produce more art so that I can sell it and I can get a little bit extra to put into those loans so I can like close them out. Okay. So my biggest thing is, um, I actually wrote down my question before I forgot. <laughs> it's how do you distance yourself from your art enough so that it doesn't feel like you are putting a piece of yourself out there and then feel the rejection when it's not um, being, like people are not liking it or commenting it or buying it, um, but you don't wanna take it as a reflection of who, like your self-worth. Cause I've, I've dealt with a lot of self-worth. Uh, so your, account, your account's awesome. Thank you. I keep losing followers whenever, whenever I try to be myself on there. <laughs> Yo, what's up with this bullshit that you don't follow me? I follow you on TikTok. I love your TikTok stuff. <laughs> I will follow you on there too, I promise. I follow you on TikTok and Twitter and YouTube and everywhere else. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I follow you. All right, everybody should follow 
you because I really, you know what's funny? Your drawing style is very in my zone. Like, I like this kind of caricature stuff. It's really good. Thank you. Like, really good, actually. I love creating characters. So, like, I'll take a person and, and characterize it. Um, Would you, I'd love for you to do some stuff for my account and we'll, we'll tag you and give you some. We, you should talk to Andy. I'd love to work with you. Definitely. I would love that. That would be really fun. A uh, couple things. One, uh, I actually don't think you should attach. I think you should understand that you're making the art that you want to make and sometimes commercially it'll be successful and sometimes you don't. I put out enormous amount of things that people don't like in any shape or form or give a shit about and I find mm -hmm. that exciting, not devastating. I don't take it mm -hmm. personal because I'm not in control of people's opinions. I'm in control of what I get to make because I want to make it. And sometimes that's gonna be commercially successful and sometimes it's not. But yeah. I didn't make it to be commercially successful. I made it because I wanted to make it. You need to make it about your process, not the validation of people appreciating it. Yeah, so I, I kind of started on TikTok because I had started before and I kind of like, got off of it because I wasn't getting a lot of views and stuff. And then like, I started listening to you and I'm like, I need to get on that like yesterday. So I started on it and I'm posting about one to two a day. And I always feel really like, I don't have enough stuff to post because like creating pins like these, like take a long time. And then uh, creating my illustrations sometimes takes a long time trying to balance my full-time job with illustrating. So, um, it's it's kind of like I don't Anna, you, know. You do you do know that you're you're one illustration away from your career changing, right? Yeah, I I know that, but it doesn't feel that way to me. <laughs> I don't feel it's, shit. Yeah. It feels to you. I need you to know it's true. Yeah. Like here, you're in the cliche spot that a lot of people that are watching are in, which is you're now going through this whole process of like, fuck, I got into this debt. I'm back home, you go, you know, it just makes sense. The reality is the part that you don't know is how young you are. Yeah, it doesn't feel that way because it, it's, so it goes back to being with family, right? So his family. Feel, yeah, I get it. Russian families, yeah. Chinese families, black families, like, you know, I get it, I yeah. get it. So to them, I am 30 years old, don't have a significant other, don't have kids, yep. don't have yep. my life together. Yep. So I, I hear that all the time. So trying to shut that off and focus, it's, it's hard. It's been, it's been hard. It's so, hard, which is why these things are so important. <laughs> you need to shut them out. You need to be grateful for them. You can't resent them. At least yeah, they're giving yeah. you a shelter right now. You don't have cost of home, right? You need to be thankful for what they give you and you need to be empathetic and understanding why they're stressed. Your parents, your grandparents, or whoever's around, they grew up in a different era where 30-year-old women already had three fucking children in the old land, right? Like, you're a, you're a woman of a new generation. The end, there's nothing else to say. Like, I understand where they're, I have a lot of empathy for where they come from. That is how they view the world. I mm -hmm. view the world in that at 34 years old, I started over. I spent 12 years of my career building a big business for my dad, but I built it for my dad. I, I was in a family business. I didn't get paid a lot of money because it was the family business and I built it for my dad. And I left at 34 and I had no self, I had no financial worth. I was like, had to start over. So for me, you can imagine when I hear 30 and two more years, I'm like, oh, you're a baby. And then when I look and actually see that you're talented, I'm like, oh shit, 
Now all I have to do is get her to believe that she just needs to put out as much as she possibly can because it's gonna be one single piece of content that's gonna change her world. Yeah. I mean, it's one moment. Look, look what just happened here. You got on this show and fucking already I'm like interested in working with you and I have a huge platform. It's because you're great, not because, I mean, there's plenty of people that have been on this show that I don't want to work yeah. with. It's because I think you're really, really good. I'm, I'm sure you picked up a ton of followers just right now as well because, let's see. Two You've picked up like 300 followers already. Listen, everybody who's here, please follow right here and DM her. I think I think some of you should make logos with her and pins and like, I'd love for you to make me a design and we'll make a thousand pins and then maybe I'll give it away to people on my text messaging platform or something. So. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it's I love making Yeah, I think You've got a couple options. You've got these earbuds where you just play music and people that inspire you, all positivity, all positivity, practical positivity, not delusion, or you move out and you move in with friends so you don't have to hear it. Those are your two options. And then you just yeah. stay the course. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna have to block it off because right now I need to focus on 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 the loans. And I mean, the time that I've been here already, I've been able to like close down three loans, like cash, like here, take it, like. Great. So I still have like two more that I need to like, like focus on, right? And um, it's it's that it's that self worth that I keep attaching my self worth to to my work. So when you talk about insecurity and putting yourself out there and posting and keep posting no matter what that's where it, where it comes for me it's it's that self-worth i'm attaching it to what i'm putting out there and, and you that's insecurity and ego yeah look you're not confused that you're good you're too good to not think you're good you know what i mean no matter how insecure or beat up you are deep down you know you're good so that it's a mix of insecurity and ego because you know you're good yeah you need to understand that i think i'm the best I literally think I'm the best. Literally, I believe I'm the best in the world at what I do, yet every day I put out stuff that nobody gives a shit about. Mm -hmm. It's liberating. Yeah. So just, but how do you? Let's so start with this, you... Diana, let's start with this. Yeah. What you're doing now isn't working for you enough. Yeah. You're not happy enough. So more tuning your parents out more putting out content and getting used to it not doing well. Yeah. And that's why I started TikTok because I wanted I wanted to push myself to do something out of my comfort zone and that But it, but you also started doing TikTok because you believed in me and it was a new safe place. I need yeah. you to get comfortable with negativity and pushback, not escape to TikTok to be free. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. TikTok was an outlet for a lot of people that got too fancy on Instagram. That's why I worked for people like, oh, this is easy and fun, but nobody gives a shit until that becomes the platform and then the same thing comes over. We need to fix the well, not the sink. That was a tactic for you to escape a place where judgment was thriving and insecurity was thriving. You understand? Yeah. I, it's, like, it's like training for a fight. I don't know if you follow boxing or MMA, but like when you see these people get punched in the fucking face or in the ribs, and you're like, or like I was watching a fight the other day and the guys slamming on the guy's fucking toes, and me and my brother and brother-in-law are just like laughing, be like one toe stomp would crush us. That's because we haven't trained for getting fucking stepped on the toe with, like with fucking all the other person's might. However, if I started training right now for getting stepped on my toes by another man with all his might, in two years, I'd be able to handle it. That's what I need you to do as an artist. I need you to put out something every day and get comfortable with losing. Yeah. 
people are uncomfortable with losing. When you have as much natural talent as you do, you probably got good accolades and positive reinforcement for it. It became your positive place. It's the place where you got positive reinforcement in your teenage and early years. It became your safe place. But now that you're putting it to the market, your market's not your teachers and your parents and your friends. They're gonna tell you, go fuck yourself at times. You need to get comfortable with that. Yeah. The game of life is getting to fall in love with losing and negativity, not with positivity. The game of life is predicated on getting comfortable and enjoy, I fucking enjoy it. Dana, I enjoy when they don't like it. I enjoy when they tell me I can't. You need to, you need to practice, you need to practice. You yeah, the only way to practice is to put it out there. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's just opinions. You also have to know that when you put out something that goes viral or fucking bananas, you also can't get too high on that. You can't let the work be the validation. You need the process of doing it to be the validation. You have to figure that out. Yeah, that's that's true. Like I wanna I wanna be able to focus on the process and share that as much as, as I wanna share the final product. So do because, that. But some yeah. <laughs> but so so for me I um I since my drawings don't turn out perfect. Like from the very beginning, it's a process, right? So, perfect. Show where's this perfect? Like besides Kurt Henning, there is no Mr. Perfect. There is no Mrs. Perfect. Like who who is this perfect person? That's you talking to yourself about fuck perfect, fuck perfect. I don't even want to like I don't even say that word unless I need to address somebody who's fucking fall in love it with that fucking word. That fucking word's a piece of shit. Perfect is a fucking word used to make yourself upset. Yeah. Fuck that word. And I, I use it as procrastination as well. Like I end up <laughs> not doing it because I want it perfect. Perfect is a veil for not doing. Yeah. That's so true. Okay. I, I'm like, my heart is like beating so fast because I, I honestly think that this was put in front of me to talk to you today, like as a sign because I honestly just started following you like a few weeks ago and I've been listening to your stuff like back and forth while I work. So many people, there's so many people, there's a thousand of thousand people here who've been watching for seven years, have been dying to get on this show. And you're out here like, yo, I, I, I met you yesterday, here I am. I love but, it. I, mean, I, I, I texted you, I texted your number yesterday and I was like, I don't know if this is gonna go through or not, but like I still asked my question and then Sane replied and I was like, holy shit, like what is going on? This is like a sign from the universe and I could not be more thankful for the opportunity to chat with you and, and I'm, I'm gonna rewatch this clip like every day. <laughs> exactly. When you walk into your home, when you leave your leave your home, you put in those ear pods and you listen to this, literally, literally, literally. And that's escaping like TikTok. At some point you sit down with your parents and say, I am so thankful that I have parents that love me so much and don't think I have my life together and I understand you and the way you grew up, but I promise you I do. And I have so much more time to make it perfect for me. And I hope you enjoy the way I decide to live my life. Yeah. And yeah, I understand I, immigrant parents. You're not talking to somebody who doesn't understand. Yeah. They, they want I understand. To, they want you to follow like a straight line of what life is. They want you to live the life that they want you to live. The problem is that's not in your best interest. 
Yeah, it's it's not, and I'm I'm not I'm not that way. I I I don't think that way either, and it's that's what causes the tension between us and the fights and the, you know. You you need to, you need to become more selfless when you talk to your parents. Yeah. Instead of worrying about defending yourself, you need to actually reverse it. You need to flip it on them and say, I love you so much for caring about me so much. You gotta flip it on them. You gotta eight, you gotta Eminem them. You know, like Eminem and Eight Mile when he like disses himself and then the other guy's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You need to basically do that same thing with your parents. I love you, thank you, thank you. And then after a while, you do that great transition that he does to Clarence. You say, mom, I love you, mom, I love you, mom, I love you. And then you say, you know, mom, I do know something about you. I know that you resent dad for this. And I know that you're mad that you started having kids this early. And I know that you're pissed that you never got to follow your dream. When you flip that shit on parents, I love you, I love you, I love you. Instead of fuck you, this is my life, you don't know. Instead of that, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you for caring about me. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you for the shelter. Thank you for the support. Now that's a different way of addressing the issue. And then maybe after a month or two of that, if you go into, you know, mom, I do know something about you. And you flip the judgment, then shit gets really interesting. Yeah, I, I need to do that more. I tend to be very defensive on everything that they say about me. Or Correct. everything flip that it. they come at me. Flip it. Yeah. Flip it. Don't be defensive. And I, and I know they mean well. You know how you know many people? You just beat me to it. You know how many people are watching right now who have parents that don't give a fuck? Yeah. I know. So be thankful. Every time they come at you with like, what are you doing 30 years old? Your, your cousin Maria's fucking married. All that shit. You just say, thank you for caring about me so much, but I got this. Thank you. I appreciate you caring. It means the world to me that I have parents that care. And then after you build a little bit of that, you go, by the way, and that is where it gets interesting, which is like, I appreciate your judgment of me. Now let me give you a little bit about you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, you know, it's not to try to change them or anything. It's it's more of like trying them, trying to have them understand where like where I'm coming from and how thankful I am for everything that they're doing for me, but also understand me, which to this day they haven't quite figured me out yet. <laughs> so it's, yeah. you know. it's, it's maybe also because of the way you communicate yourself to them. Yeah. 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 I'm super defensive. <laughs> like super defensive. <laughs> yeah. Never worked. Yeah. All right. Good luck. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome Thanks. so much. Good show. Good show, Dust. Very good. Some long ones, some important ones. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, something I want to talk about. You're going to end with Vayner Gaming. That was a big announcement. Small announcement. Tomorrow, Seth is going to be doing this instead of me. Oh, yeah. Seth action tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Seth's walking into a buzzsaw. <laughs> transition. When there's a transition to somebody else, people get real testy. Well, okay, cool. You're gonna be hanging with him, or he's ready? To yeah, go? yeah. I'll be like, I'll still be here. It's just a awesome. rotating type of thing. No, no. We need to build that up. Yeah. All right. Love everybody. Hope everybody has a great day. Two one two nine three one five seven three one 
if you want to get your question on on the show, here you want to get your question. Thank you. Hit me up with a question. That's somebody asked Josh Allen or Darnold. It's not even close. Darnold's going to be a ten times better pro than Josh Allen. All you Buffalo fans are confused as fuck. Confused as fuck by the soft schedule last year. You weren't paying attention to how he plays out. Um, awesome. Love you. See you. Bye. All right. Episode's over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Hey, podcast. Joe from Team Gary here. Today's highlighted review is Life Changing by Anthony Ronaldo. Incredible podcast. Business, life, mindset, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship. Gary's the guy and opens your mind to allow you to change your perspective on so many fixed mindsets. Thanks to Anthony Renato. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.